Hey, hey everyone, welcome to the Texas Outlaw Running Talk Show. This is your host, Briston Rains. I'm the founder, owner, and Texas Division Race Director here at Texas Outlaw Running. This episode you're about to listen to is known as Shooting the Bull. Shooting the Bull episodes release every Monday and we shoot the bull about running, fitness, and life itself. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave us a rating. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy this show of us shooting the bull. Asher, I got a serious question for you, dude. All right, hit me with it. So you got an interview, a job interview in, in uh, what, like 40, I don't know, 45 minutes-ish? Yeah, 55 minutes, 50 minutes. So last time we recorded, you also had a job interview right after. Did you look the way you looked when you were on the podcast and when you did the interview? <laughs> No, I, I took a quick shower. You know, you know me. I tidied up. Oh, okay. I was just yeah. making sure, bro. I was yeah. Just looking out for you. I was making sure you weren't doing an interview with your bed behind you and a t-shirt on, and <laughs> yeah, all sweaty from a run. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Just looking out for you. Just looking out for you. Uh, we uh we just came back from a weekend in. Dallas Fort Worth area, and we went up to uh, this event they they had called Dirt Circus, and it was put on by Ultra Sign Up, which is who we use for our registration. And we went up there, and we set up a table. And we met met a bunch of people, a bunch of people that have ran with us, some people that listen to the podcast. So that was cool. But basically, it was um, it was like three or four hundred people that had signed up to go to this and it was all trail and ultra runners. And when you came, you got entered into some raffles. Um, we, we did a four mile group community run and we did a RD panel at the end of the day, which there weren't that many people there. That's okay though. I like the low keyness of it. It was like, what car, like 15 people. Yeah. So, um, uh, it was it was really cool though. I I enjoyed. Um, it was cool to be around other race directors there, and everybody was very friendly. Um, and it was I don't know how many of us four I think, and it was it, the other people were you know they put on some of the biggest events at Texas, and so it was cool meeting them. And um, you know at the end of the day, you know I. Personally, I didn't feel this. You, Carly, you can tell me if you, if you felt this, but like whenever someone, like whenever they were around, it didn't feel like, oh, they're big race directors. You know, it didn't feel like that to me. It was like, oh, no, they're just, they're just people just like me and they just put on races and they're just normal people. And like it, maybe that's just because that's part of the community. There's not really a celebrity title in the community or a feeling. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it, I guess Carly, since you didn't really know anybody, it, it didn't really, uh, you didn't really see it that way, but no, I mean, yeah, I don't think so. I think, but I also know like they're older, not what, what would you say? Range age. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're, I mean, they're, they're, like they're in forties, sixties, yeah, at least 10 years older. Um, you know, the one person that was cool though was was Rob. 
Yeah, he was really cool. Well, Rob. Well, no, he has celebrity status here because Rob he puts on he put on races all over Texas and started trail racing over Texas. And I know I'm going off on a rant here, but he was a cool guy, and so it was really cool to talk to him. And for what he said, he said he had told me he walked up to me personally and he was like, "You're doing it right, man. Like what you're doing, you're doing it right." So I really. Appreciate yeah, that yeah. Was really cool. I appreciated that. I know I'm biased because I'm your wife, but like you are the youngest out of all of them. And I did appreciate him saying that because it's like he sees potential in you, you know, and I don't know, whenever you have a young person come in and you're older, I feel like as humans, we have a tendency to be like, what are they doing? You know, like judge them for. So I did appreciate him coming in and, you know, giving you some encouragement. No. So, anyways, it was a cool weekend though. Um, we had a good time. We came back. Our uh, our minivan we had oh my broke, broke down yesterday and almost caught fire, so we had to call a tow truck. So, we to- so it's in the it's at a dealership right now in the shop area. So, if anyone listening knows how to fix Honda Odysseys minivans, DM me or email me. So we had to walk. Well, well, what went wrong? Y'all end up stuck on the side of the road or what happened? No, okay, so... The engine started yeah, blinking. Like, whenever we started driving, um, probably a week ago, it had a tendency, like, it would, like, jolt or make these... It was not normal. Make these movements in the car that it's not supposed to make. But it, would, it wouldn't do it 24-7. It would just do it sometimes. So we're like, okay, my dad was like, maybe you have bad gas or... You know, it it wasn't the transmission. So we were like, okay, well, then all of a sudden yesterday, we're driving around town and it started doing it 24-7. And I mean, oh. it was shaking. Briston, the, our engine light started flashing. So we Googled, what does it mean when your engine light flashes on a Honda? And Briston <laughs> reads, it can catch on fire. You need to stop the car immediately, pull over. You need to tow it. I mean, okay. yeah. it was... Anyways. <laughs> We got it towed though, um, and so, anyways, um, but yeah, so it's been an interesting few days. But here we are on shooting the bull. Welcome, yeah. welcome, 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 welcome everybody who's listening. Um, if you enjoy this podcast, I ask that you can give it a rating, give it a follow, give it a subscribe. What were you saying, Carly? Yeah, I would say, too, like, we're in a town where we know really nobody. Like, we have no family, no really friends. Oh, we were stranded. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, we have to walk back to our apartment, which, thankfully, we were on the road, so we only had to walk four or five blocks, but still. Yeah, we were were stranded a little bit in a way, but we ended up okay. Um, But, uh, yeah, that was all all very interesting so um asher what have you been up to man kind of same been, hey let me ask you this have you even been training bro yeah i've been running you've been running yeah. okay sure. running yep just kind of doing the same old same old thing i wanted to ask you this um i know we've kind of discussed it in the past but it seems like trail runners especially the trail running community we have this we like elevate the race directors to celebrity status, like <laughs> runners. You know? Yeah. But we don't I don't really see that in the road running community at all. Yeah. So 
it's just kind of interesting that you know trail runners know who the race director is most of the time and like you did that poll not too long ago and it was like yeah. everybody wanted to ha- wanted to be at a race where they knew the race director let's um, talk about that so yeah. I, I did i did some research way back when and i did a poll and a bunch of trail and ultra marathon runners all around our um, you know texas area had answered it and one of the questions was um the whole basis of the survey is like, why do you sign up for a race basically? And one of the questions was, was like, how important is the race director? And personally me, I didn't care who the race director was. Ashley didn't either. I mean, maybe because we came from a competitive background and competitors don't care about who the organizer is. Right. Um, they're not saying that y'all aren't competitors. All right. Anyways, but, um, so, Carly? <laughs> Sorry, but... Anyways, I don't even know where I'll... Okay, so anyways, so the majority of the re- results show that people who run on trails care about who the race director is, and the race director is very important to them when they're signing up for a race, whereas anyone who runs both road and trail or road races, they don't care who the race director is. And <clears throat> so... That was the results we got. And yeah, you're right, Asher. I think, um, in a way, race directors, RDs is the term they use. Um, online, at least from what I've seen, are very much put on a mantle. They're like, um, they're like, can you put him in the room? Sorry, our cat's going crazy over here. Um, they're very much put on that pedestal and um you know at first it was whenever i was in early on it was this guy named rob with trail racing over texas is rob rob trail racing over texas he was put on a mantle in a way from what i i've seen online and then now it's who had t- taken over a lot of his races um up here in north texas it was chris and Ann, and and barnwell with blaze trails and um in a way, like everyone's talk, like when I go on social media, everyone's like, oh, Chris and Ann's races, you know? And so it's like they're almost put on the mantle in a, in a way. And it's very interesting. Um, and you're right, man. Like even the guy he puts on the Boston Marathon, not a lot of people even know who he is, you know? And so, um, but whenever you put, go to a trail race, like everyone knows who it is. And I think some of the reasons behind it could be um, because – it's still such a small uh, group of people. And uh, like whenever I, I put on a race, there's still very few people, a very small amount of people that come to a lot of them that I recognize and know. And so the community's small. And so that's probably why um, it's more, has more of that feel and that base is because of the smallness of the community, if that makes right. sense. So like, whereas, you know, road stuff, it's thousands and thousands and thousands of people. They're not all going to meet the race structure, but if it's a small race, then, well, even, you know, I say that, but even small five K's, not everybody cares or knows who the race director yeah. is. So I don't know, man. Uh, that's a good question. You got any ideas, Carly? Well, okay, I was going to ask you a question. Go ahead. Um, okay. So like the Boston marathon, there's, I can remember 
like road races that are heavily advertised on TV, on social media, like they're just so heavily advertised. Do you feel that trail racing is the same or not? Because I know on YouTube, like people document their own trail race, but is in general, is trail racing as advertised or promoted as road racing? Mm, Like what's your opinion on that? No, it's not. Um, no, it's not. I could I could tell you two people who are doing it that way. Really, three in a way. When I first found trail running and I signed up for my first trail race, um, I had an ad pop up on my phone, advertisement from Trail Racing Over Texas. That's how I found them. So same thing. Um, you know, that's what I do for my races. That's what uh, I know Ultra Expeditions does. But I mean, like TV. No. I mean, no, I mean, no, I, I don't even think they have a budget for that. Um, trial and ultra running is very expensive and um, it's not very mass, mass consumerized. And so it's, it's very, I think it's just the, the vibe is what makes, what makes it different from other places. So the, I think that's, Whenever I think of trail and ultra running, I think of a bunch of people who are like-minded that get together in the woods in, a, in, in an area and they do things, right? And they go and they run. And road races, it's big. It's in the city. There's a lot of noise. There's a bunch of people. It's completely different atmospheres and therefore you're going to have different values, I think. Because clearly people who run roads have different values than those who run trail. Yeah, that's true. They're different values. So they're two different types of people, meaning they're two different personalities and one personality, which is our trail running group over here, maybe they just care more about about who the person is. I don't know. Another good reason. This is another good reason. It's most most road every road race you go to, you're gonna go the right way. The courses are marked well because it's a road, right? And so maybe the reason they care about who the race director is is because um, there's I've heard horror stories of races to where. A guy was literally telling me the other day he was doing a race and he came to mile four or he was coming back and, and some of the standalone water stations, like the ones we do, Asher, this wasn't my race, by the way, he was talking about, but it was empty. The water cooler was empty. He was relying on that and he had to go another four miles before he gets some more water. Us, we don't do that. We got rovers. Asher knows that. Um, but uh, anyways, and so like, that tells you about the person putting on the race. So that is important. And another thing is if you go to an aid station, they're out of stuff or not really so much out of stuff, but they just don't have the right stuff. So like at our big ultras, we always make sure we have like a station within 15 miles that has a ton of food. Right. And so um, that way you can keep your calories up and keep going. So, um, uh, yeah, and if you go to a race that doesn't have like that big food or they don't know what they're doing really and they haven't done the research or just ha- they haven't done it themselves and they don't know, then, um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you're going to care about who puts on a race and who doesn't. And so um, right. I guess that's where it comes into factor. Yeah, that's a great point. I've really never considered that. But ultra running is so is such a survival sport more than we probably think about it as a survival sport because it's you know you're running really long distances in really difficult on really difficult terrain um and oftentimes you're in a place like we've had pretty much i mean most of our races are in areas where there's no cell reception there's no 
availability for um, like immediate help. And I mean, we found out that out the hard way at a couple races. Um, so it really, really matters who is in charge of caring for you. Mm-hmm. And so if you're, if you're trustworthy, which is, you know, I guess that's part of the reason why people continue to come back to the same race directors is because they're like, all right, in the past, I've had really good experiences with this person and I haven't had to worry about, you know, being out in the woods, running up on an aid station and there not being any water or any, you know, whatever. Or course markings are bad or something. Yeah, exactly. So I never really considered that, but that, that makes total sense. Whereas road running, you know, you're running through the city, you could just stop on the side of the road and flag down a car and you'll be all right. That kind of thing. So I think we, I think we found the solution to the answer. Asher. I think we did it's too. It's just the atmosphere you're in. You're, like you said, you're in a survival situation and the yeah. person you're depending on is the person in charge. I think too, like why do race directors put on race? Like, yeah, you need to make an income, but like, you know, if you were just so money focused, if the only reason you're as an RD, if the only reason you're putting on race is to make money, you're probably not going to treat the racers well. You're probably not going to treat the community well. I mean, you know, because your mind's just going to be so focused on that. Yeah. So, like, having a focus on I'm giving these people an experience, you know, it's beyond just making an income. I think I think people can see through your motive of why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. I've heard about yeah, I've heard about that. I don't know who, but I've heard about it. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, the funny. Th- well, I, I want to say this real quick, Asher. Um, you know, if somebody if somebody were to do this and then they weren't trail or ultra runners, they would get burnt out simply. Like, like I'm I'm doing it now, but I'm a I'm a trail and ultra runner. Like I'm I'm I got races I'm tra- training for right. Like I'm still an active person that still consumes my product right in a way and so um yeah you got to be a consumer of your own product and if you're not then you're just gonna get burnt out and they're gonna fade out anyways so yeah yeah i was gonna say um back to like the whole celebrity thing in regards to race directors it doesn't really make any sense to us because we're like what celebrity status or people knowing us um it's it's almost foreign at least to me it's probably not as much to you because you put on a number more races than i have but um i think we just look at it from the perspective of oh it's what i do as a job you know it's i'm out there just working it's not this thing that's like a huge deal it's just i'm out there putting on the race doing the things that i have to do rather than, I don't know, something that is totally unattainable for other people. Yeah. Yeah, Rob Rob had said in, like, the email for Dirt Circus, he was like, instead of, you'll get to meet the race directors instead of while they're working. It's <laughs> like, yeah. So, like, we all say it the same. Like, it is a job at the end of the day. So, mm-hmm. it is a job. I mean, that's really what it is. It's, it's a job. But it's a good job. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> but we're about out of time on our time limit here, I think. We're about running out. Um, did you have anything else, Asher, before we hopped off? Anything important? That was it. That was it. That was it. All right. What about yeah. you, Carly? Nope. You're good to go. All right. 
Well, if y'all enjoyed listening to this one, this one was different. We haven't really ever talked about race directors, race directing, so it was a good one. Um, but uh, we'll uh, we got these shooting the bull episodes every Monday, and on the first Saturday of every month, we got our big talk show we do. And so, um, if y'all enjoyed listening, again, give us some ratings, five stars only, please. And, uh, and you know, give us a follow and all that, and then we'll see y'all next Monday on shooting the bull, Asher. Happy trails, y'all. Happy trails, y'all. See you. <laughs>